Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 150, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Okay, boys and girls, it's the end of the week, and we have finally made it through Romans chapter 8. We're heading into Romans chapter 9, but it is Friday, and we have a quiz to do. So, let's get right to it. Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. All right, Marvin, you are 1312 up, I think. So, I think it's about time that I drew level. I don't know, Dave. Well... Just a few weeks left this year, and I do not want to finish the year behind. Oh, you say that, Dave, but yeah, you probably didn't want to lose season one either. You know, look how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Well, Marv, let's get right to it. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday quiz show. Yeah, it's a Friday quiz show. Hi, Gary. Hi, guys. Hello, Gary. So, Gary, do squirrels celebrate Thanksgiving? Actually, no, Dave. We squirrels live in a constant state of immense gratitude, and so we find the concept of a Thanksgiving day somewhat confusing. Oh, I see. Yep, every day is Thanksgiving day for a squirrel. We are the most thankful of all animals. Fact. Well, good for you, Gary. In that case, I won't ask how your Thanksgiving was. It was, is, and will be great, Dave. (laughs) Perfect. Good answer. Okay. Well, I think we are ready to quiz if you are, Gary. I sure am, Dave. So, here we go. Question one from Romans chapter eight, because that's the only place we've been this week. So, what name did Paul say we use when we cry out to God? Oh, yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah, that was Benjamin's joke this week, too. Yeah, I think we'll both get that one. Okay, question two. The Old Testament prophets that we've read have warned God's people about two great nations who God would use to punish the Israelites for their disobedience. I need both nations and in the right order. Which one would attack first? Okay, yeah, well, I know the nations, but, yeah, sometimes I get the order mixed up. Uh... Okay, yeah, I think I have them the right way round. Yeah, me too, Marv. Now, are you sure? I would hate for you to miss a point. Oh, you would, eh? Mm. Yeah, no, I'm pretty confident. Okay, then, question three. We know God used Paul to write lots of the New Testament. But how many authors altogether wrote the 27 books? Now, some people think Paul wrote Hebrews. Some people think it was someone else. We don't know for sure. But for this question, we'll say Paul wrote it. Okay, gosh. Well, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, who else? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, I've got my guess, Dave. Yeah, I feel like I might be missing one, but yeah, me too. I'm ready to go. All right, then. Let's see. So, question one. What name did Paul say we used to cry out to God? Oh, that was Abba Father. Like Dad, huh? Yep, that's it. That's right. Good work. Question two. Which two great nations would attack God's people, and in what order? Okay, well, I think 
it was the Assyrians who would come first, and then later the Babylonians would kind of finish the job. Did I get it the right way around? Yep, you did, Marvin. At least, I think you did. That's what I put as well. Yep, you both got it. Okay, so question three. How many authors wrote the New Testament? Well, I got to seven, Dave. Uh, Okay, well, yeah, I counted seven for sure, but I figured I'd forget at least one, so I guessed eight. Well, the authors were Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, Peter, James, and Jude. So eight authors altogether. Dave wins this week. Oh, I forgot about Jude, Dave. Yeah, actually, I did too, Marvin, so I got a little bit lucky there. But who cares? We're back to all squares. Thirteen all, Marv. Yeah, good work, Dave. Well, thanks, Gary. Yep, thanks, Gary. Another great quiz. Oh, you're welcome, guys. Hey, I'll see you next Friday. Yeah, bye, Gary. All right, Marvin. Well, we have finally made it to Romans chapter 9. Okay, great. Yep, and here Paul talks about how sad it makes him that so many of the Jewish people, that great big family that he was part of, that so many of them had rejected Jesus even though they were blessed with the very words of God and had all the promises that God had made them all the way through the Old Testament. Oh yeah, that God's big story season one stuff, huh? But yeah, it is kind of sad after all that time being God's chosen people. Yep, and so the question you might ask was, well, had God's plan failed? Was it supposed to be all about the people of Israel, but then they did such a terrible job that, well, God reached the New Testament stuff and said, okay, now it's time for plan B. Oh, Dave, does God ever have to move to a plan B? Well, no, that's exactly it, Marvin. He doesn't. Paul says that being God's people has never been about being born into the right family on earth. It's never been based on what people do or what they want or who they are. It has always been about God's mercy. It has always been about God choosing to save Jews and Gentiles who have done nothing to deserve to be saved. Okay. Okay, well, what are we listening for today, Dave? Okay, Marv, so today Paul asks a big question, which is, is God unfair? And so our question is, well, what is the answer that he gives? Okay, well, I think I could maybe guess, but yeah, okay, so is God unfair? What's the answer? Got it. Great. Okay, so Deirdre, over to you. Hello, everyone. It's Deirdre. Today's reading is from Romans chapter 9. And we are starting with verse 6. I do not mean that God's word has failed. Not everyone in the family line of Israel really belongs to Israel. Not everyone in Abraham's family line is really his child. Not at all. Scripture says, Your family line will continue through Isaac. In other words, God's children are not just in the family line of Abraham. Instead, they are the children God promised to him. They are the ones considered to be Abraham's children. God promised, I will return at the appointed time. Sarah will have a son. And that's not all. Rebecca's children were born at the same time by the same father. He was our father, Isaac. Here's what happened. Rebecca's twins had not even been born. They hadn't done anything good or bad yet. So they show that God's purpose is based firmly on his free choice. It was not because of anything they did, but because of God's choice. So Rebecca was told, the older son will serve the younger one. 
it is written, I chose Jacob instead of Esau. What should we say then? Is God unfair? Not at all. He said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy. I will show love to those I love. So it doesn't depend on what people want or what they do. It depends on God's mercy. In scripture, God says to Pharaoh, I had a special reason for making you king. I decided to use you to show my power. I wanted my name to become known everywhere on earth. So God does what he wants to do. He shows mercy to one person and makes another stubborn. Thanks, Deirdre. So, Paul says the people of God are not just those who descended by blood from Abraham. God's people are children of the promises that he made to save his people. So, boys and girls, that's why we might sing, Father Abraham had many sons, I am one of them and so are you. You weren't actually born into Abraham's family, but if you've become a Christian, well, you were adopted into the people of God. Those promises God made are for you. Oh yeah, sweet. So, Paul talked about how God chose Abraham and made promises to him. God chose Jacob instead of his older brother to be the next father of his chosen people. God even chose the Pharaoh back in Egypt, knowing that Pharaoh wouldn't let Moses and the people leave, and God would display his power and glory through the ten plagues and the rescue of his people. And, of course, we know that the Israelites were God's chosen people. Okay, yeah, sure. So, Paul knows that we might get to thinking, well, If God is choosing some people and not others, is God being unfair? I mean, let's think about the people of Israel being God's chosen people. Was it unfair that he chose them and not, for example, the Egyptians or the Edomites or the Canaanites? Was God not being fair? Oh, yeah, I see. So, well, was he, Dave? Well, what was Paul's answer to that question of whether God was being unfair? Oh, yeah, it was not at all, Dave. That's it, Marv, because you see, God choosing is not about fairness, it's about mercy. Oh, well, how do you mean, Dave? Well, Marv, do you know what would have been fair? Uh, no, what? Well, what would have been fair would be if God punished all people for their sins, right? What would be fair would be if everyone got what they deserved. If God only did what was fair, then there would have been no chosen people, and all mankind would have been cast off forever. That's what they deserved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. So, you see, God went beyond what was fair. He wasn't being unfair. He was being way better than just being fair. God, in his mercy, chose a people. A people who didn't deserve it at all. I mean, the Israelites did a terrible job of following him. They were pretty much the worst. But God chose them to be a light to the nations. He chose them to point men of all nations to the truth. He revealed himself to Israel because that was the way he chose to be revealed to all nations. Okay, I see. So, as we think about God choosing people, that is how God has chosen to show his mercy and his love. His chosen people show the world that whosoever will believe and trust in him will be saved. They show anyone, Jew or Gentile, that will look and see that God will be merciful to those who call upon his name. Okay. So, today, boys and girls, let's thank God for not being fair. Wait, what, Dave? 
Yeah, and hang on, Marv, I know that sounds wrong, but what I mean is, let's thank God that what he has done is so much better than just being fair. Let's thank God for his mercy. Thank him for choosing to save people like us instead of giving us what we actually deserve. Oh, yeah, now I see. Because, yeah, what we deserve is... Well, a whole bunch of punishment, Marv. But what do we get instead? We get Jesus' righteousness and an eternity with him. Yeah, that is a super unfair but awesome deal. Yep, that's grace. And, well, that's where we'll have to leave it for this week, boys and girls. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday to go a bit further in Romans 9. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.